You're listening to Dime.TV. Your temper is just like your mother. My temp... What? I- oh. How do you know I- my... You don't know anything about my mother. No, I didn't. Did no. you know? I- well, what are you trying to say? Okay. I knew your mother. What? How did you know my mother? I knew your mother. What are you saying? In France. I don't know. I had too much to drink. And- what are you trying... No, I loved her for many hours. L- uh. And she... Had you out of the wedlock? Old man, are you trying to tell me that you're trying to tell me that you are my, my? Say it, Daddy. Good evening, this is Sunday Night in Canada for August 14th, 2016. This is uh, the 28th episode. My name is Andrew, and we've got Nathan over here. Hello. How's it going? It's it's going real good. Uh, that's Those, good. Man, that holds <laughs> up. Yeah, that's uh, that's really good. Should we contextualize that clip slightly? Well, if you want. All right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. So, uh, along with the computer game, You Don't Know Jack, The Ride, came an extra CD of... Uh, which like it's a hilarious sort of irreverent quiz game, and then there was an extra CD of you called "You Don't Hear Jack," and it was just a bunch of just random stuff that I guess the writers and like the actors behind the game just kind of came up with. I don't, I have no idea like what the context was for them making this album, but it came with the PC game. And wasn't that like didn't that play during the credits of the game or something? That's what m- I thought. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, it could be. I don't know. So they just yeah. excerpted like all these like clips from TV shows and little commercials they came up with, and that was one right. of them first. That they, a, that they that they made themselves. And that yeah. guy's that I haven't oh, heard that in a while. Oh, hold on. We got a do-over on the show here? No, 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 no. Uh, I'll cut it together later. I forgot to hit record on the main recording here. Oh, boy. It'll be good. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be okay. It's, it's, re- it's okay? It's recording now. All right. Yeah, I'll just grab it from the stream. So, I, that I'm- so I, don't, I don't need to start over right now. No, you don't need to start Anyway, over. so the, the, that guy's delivery says, my temp, what? <laughs> just <Yeah>. can't. <laughs> That's still. Sorry, what? <laughs> that gets me. Their, their delivery is just priceless there. Yeah. The way they kind of talk over each other and, and just, <laughs> your temper is just like your mother. My temp, What? what? <laughs> It's priceless. Oh, so good. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Hey, uh, did you do anything uh, at the Harvest Festival this year? Oh, the Harvey. Kind of, yeah, the, Har- uh, the Harvey. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're trying to make it a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, Friday, my wife and I went to. There's there's a lot of good food trucks. They've been slowly up in their food truck game really? every year, and uh, there's there's some good good stuff there. Really, gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches. There's uh there's a, a, a Winnipeg based Japanese bistro that makes uh like fancy sandwiches based on Japanese meals called Hiroshima's like hero like a sub. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, yeah, I guess because we're far enough away from. The- well, it's still a place where people live. Like no, I know, fu- it's not you know the yeah. only thing that happened there. But um, <laughs> and I had to I had a delicious kind of a barbecue chicken on a pretzel bun mm. thing. And so we did that, uh, you know, mini mini donuts, or as yeah. we like to call them, miniature donular units. <laughs> yeah. Because just, you know, making things unnecessarily long is fun. Uh, I don't know. 
other than that, you know, <laughs> sort of been adjacent to it. I expect Didn't, the fireworks uh, will go off while we're recording this. Oh yeah, probably. Which is our our sacrifice for you, well, dear listener. Well, I haven't. Uh, I have. You know what? I can't even remember the last time I was at the Harvest Festival. To be oh, honest, really? with you. for any reason. For any reason. You I, are like within oh, you know very what? easy walking distance. I know it's like two blocks, like west, west. Yeah, west. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, no, haven't gone. You know, I, actually, I can tell you the last time I was there. Sure. Um, the last year, I think the last thing I I saw or did there was uh, when Loverboy was here. Oh, that was that was a good show. Yeah. And that was ten years ago. <laughs> no. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually. It okay. I I know I was working at the store. I'm still working at. That was the I've, summer after I finished. I got my bachelor of arts. I think I've been there for ten years now. Yeah, yeah. I think that was two thousand. I think it was literally ten years ago. I'm just trying to remember exactly. Yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a picture somewhere of my boss playing guitar with uh, what's his face from Loverboy. Oh, I don't know their names. No, me neither. Is it was it Lover? Oh no, I just, I should Mr. know their Boy. names. Um. Chasing the Angels oh, from uh, Eagle 2. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That was that was not a Loverboy track, but it was the guy it's from Loverboy. Guy. Yeah. All right. Anyways. And then later that summer, two weeks later, there was Lou Graham of Foreigner at the Morden Corn and Apple, and that was sad. That was sad. <laughs> Poor guy. This, this year this year is Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran, yeah. yeah. So this is not a Which, bad get. I didn't know that he was born in Manitoba. Oh. I don't think I realized that either. Like way up north somewhere. They they tried to apparently they tried to go full CanCon this year, so everybody oh, really? was on the main stage and everything. Yeah, was, uh, I looked at the, I looked at the performers. Like and the only locals and and person and I knew was was Tom, Tom Cochran. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happened, uh, I guess, yesterday, and I and I missed that all because my my little brother and I were at my place watching uh, Olympics and then Stranger Things, which is still hmm. good. Hmm. How far are you on Stranger Things? Four episodes in. Ah. I am I am savoring it, and yeah. I want to watch the rest of That's, it so know, badly. Here's but. here's a, here's a good point. Here's a good point. I watched the first episode, so yeah. I've seen the first episode. Yeah, are not those titles perfect? Yeah, They're perfect. <laughs> yes. Okay. I I was skeptical when everybody on the internet was saying this yeah. is pure unadulterated uh 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 typography porn yes but it it so is it's the this the and the music and the yeah. way that the, everything comes together oh yeah that that that, that show wanted me to wanted me to work on uh <laughs> synthy music <laughs> so much so yes. yeah oh yeah that i tried to i've got my midi keyboard to the left of me here oh, yeah. right yeah i tried i was like i gotta i gotta work on some music because <laughs> and, and and i fire up uh reason and which is my program, which I'm actually recording the show in. Oh, and nice. I, when I remember to hit record, I record the show in, <laughs> in Reason. And um, uh, the uh, and the thing the thing doesn't work. Oh no! And it's because of Windows 10. Windows 10. Took well, away. okay. So here's the thing. Oh. I remember, and it, and it dawned on me that it's like, oh yeah, that probably broke it. The, the anniversary update broke the drivers for the, my keyboard. Oh, and. Uh, um, I remember when I tried getting this keyboard, it's a, it's a, it's a Roland PCR 500, just Ooh. in case any of you have that and are thinking of going to windows 10 and don't cause it won't work after that. I re- but I do remember, uh, that I had to hack the drivers to get it to install. Ooh. Like the INF file. I had to like make it so that it would accept windows 10 as a valid operating oh, system okay. for yeah, it to yeah. be installed on. Cause it works in windows eight. And pretty yeah. much everything that works in Windows 8 works in Windows 10. That's very odd, yes. Yeah, and it's and it's it's really just Roland being 
uh, either lazy or um, uh, they just want you to buy a new controller. Yeah. And they're, they're saying, yep, no, we're not supporting Windows 10. Even though the drivers work perfectly fine in Windows 10, if you can get them installed. Yeah. But that means hacking around in the INF file. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to do this every freaking time there's a Windows update. Yeah. No. So I bought a new MIDI controller. Oh, And okay. it should be here on Tuesday. So their plan worked. The diabolical plan. Not from Roland, though. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> Backfire. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Stranger Things, though. Yeah. No, you watched the first one. and I watched the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, oh, and the, my point was, before oh. I went on the tear on the uh, yeah, whole yeah, yeah, MIDI yeah. controller thing yeah, that kind of pissed me off last week. My point is, is that I'm a bad binger oh, of, you are. of TV. Okay. Of like like this whole like Netflix, let's binge everything yeah. type of thing. Okay. I'm, I'm bad at it. Yeah. Because I don't have, I don't have, a, you know, I set a, a chunk of time where I can sit down and watch like a string of episodes. And, right, I, and yeah. I don't really want to do that either. Yeah. I am I I would I honestly would would have rather had I would I would like I want it to come out every week and I know mm-hmm. it's weird maybe in this kind of climate of you know getting all the episodes at once and watching them whenever you want mm-hmm. but I almost need that set schedule that regimen that tells mm-hmm. me to do it because I, I watched the first episode a week and a half ago and, yeah. I, and I liked it but I haven't watched the you second just, one yet because I a, don't yeah. know when to do it. Yeah, see, and that's when I've got, like, that's when also I... my And sorry, but that's my also my problem with Mr. Robot. Even though that is coming out week to week... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't gone back to do it, to watch to watch it, so... Oh, boy. Yeah, I can't... So either... So I'm a little confused. Either I'm I'm saving Mr. Robot to binge, or I'm I'm a bad binger with strange stranger things and I don't know what to think. I'm confused. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. Um, like I have like me and me and my, my little brother get together every other week and we've decided that we're going to, it's only, it's like eight episodes. We do, we do like two at a time and, yeah. and then we're, we're thoroughly creeped and stressed out and whatever. And then we're, we're good. So, I mean, it's not like it's, I don't know. We both kind of, we just kind of egg each other on and get into it. You know? How oh it yeah. Is. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's like where I have that schedule, but I totally get what you mean about like, I don't have like everyone that, <laughs> that I feel like that I've talked to about it is like, oh man, I watched the first one, I loved it, and I just plowed through the rest of the yeah, series. Yeah, that's and the like, same thing. At eight forty-five minute episodes, this yeah. is not impossible, and yet I don't have that kind of time. And I and I actually and I kind of like you say, I want to like I like the week I to wanna, week. I want to savor. I've been watching. Like I've that, been rewatching you know? Lost, and I'm like, and I'm thinking back to like the fever pitch of anticipation of like every episode of that show, and I'm yeah. like, you don't, I don't know, uh, you don't get that. As you much no, with a Netflix you, where it's all there at once. Exactly. You, it's uh, I, there's something. Yeah, maybe it's just. I mean, you know, between seasons and stuff, there's still that. There's still yeah, that anticipation. Sure, but I don't know. There's it, it really takes away. So there's one thing that really, really kind of takes uh, that 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 binge watching something uh, screws screws up, mm-hmm. and that is, um, you can't go to work the next day and talk about. The episode that was on last night, right? You know, you yeah. Can't, you can't go to work the next day and talk about a specific episode that you know. There's a good chance that everybody who's is into whatever show you're talking about mm-hmm. has seen. You know, mm-hmm. because uh, as an example with Stranger Things, I want I went and watched the first episode, told a couple of people at work, mm-hmm. and they've seen it all already. Right. Yeah. And, and now I'm still I've still only watched the first episode. Yeah. So yeah. then I'm I'm like well okay, okay then. and then we want to talk about all these different moments and yeah. stuff like that and you're just like oh you know yeah so are we gonna are we gonna lose that collectively kind of that water cooler uh, unless you've seen the whole thing but like is the barrier to entry gonna get like do you higher? have to watch the whole thing like <laughs> to be part of the conversation and, and it's not and it's never happening at the same time like right 
if you're watching it on TV, you're all watching it at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's not happening with this stuff. Yeah. I don't, so know, I don't if, know. I don't know if it's a. I don't know if it's just me being uh, an old man or something, but yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying this is like a good or a bad thing, but it's just kind of we can see the way TV is changing mm-hmm, and sort mm-hmm. of living through that is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That's uh oh, and I guess if we're just recapping what we've been watching uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh outside of Sunday nights, mm-hmm. um I watched the first two episodes of Deadwood. Oh, um, which is started in two thousand four. Yeah, and went for a few years on HBO. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. I, I the, me watching it is weird. The show is fine, but like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's it um. <laughs> Uh, because I've, I've never been a huge Western fan. Yeah, that's a little surprising to it me is right a little, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Shane Black, though, isn't it? Shane Black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's part of it. He's, He's awesome. pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plays Al Swearingen. Yeah. And uh, boy, does he. I understand <laughs> that there is quite a bit of cussing on that show. And I, and I, I was like... I was, I was like, wow, his name is his name is actually Swearingen, and yeah. then I find that oh yeah, there was a there's an actual guy in history. His name was oh, Al right. Swearingen, oh. and is there a is there a is that straight historical? Is there like a mystical component to that show? Uh, Am I conflating that with something else? What do you mean mystical? Like, is there like a like like magic? a like a science fiction or magic? No, there's it's no science. It's all straight up western. Straight up. Okay. It's I mean, it's based on a real place, and it's okay. based on a real place that I've been to. So, oh, is that in South Dakota? That's South Dakota. Oh, I've yeah. probably been there too. Yeah, yeah, Deadwood. <laughs> it's. Uh, I remember going to what was it, the Number Ten Saloon, and they they acted out Wild oh, Bill Hickok. Oh yeah, and then you follow that whole the yeah. whole thing out into the street, and the dead man's hand, and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did that too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. Yeah. I remember we uh, took a like a road trip with my. It was my, my me, my dad, uh, stepmom, and uh, my dad's aunt and uncle. Okay. Oh. That'll be the fireworks. That'll be the fireworks. I don't know if that's uh, coming up on the... <laughs> that's actually distracting me now. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of rumbling coming yeah. from outside. All right. Um, but I, I think part of the reason why is just... I, I don't know. I just, I just... I thought, you know, this is loosely based on real events. At least there's just characters in there that are real people mm-hmm. that were real people. Yeah. And yeah. you've got... Uh, you've got... Uh, um, not only do you have Al Swearingen, or what, what, what's the actor's name again? Um, Shane Black. Shane Black. Shane, is that right? Maybe. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> I thought something. it was. I don't know if he plays that guy, but isn't that his name? Um, He's the dad on Hot Rod. Ian it's... McShane. Ian McShane. Yeah. Who's Shane Black? I was like, Shane Black doesn't sound right. Who's Ian that? McShane. Okay, uh, but who's... Who's, who who's Shane Black? Yeah, who am I thinking of? Um, Shane Black is... Ian McShane, of course. I'm so sorry, Ian. Uh, Don't punch me. If we well, I mean, uh, Shane Black is in a bunch of things as well. So. Okay, but... Uh, <laughs> the see. Nice Guys, Iron Man 3, Predator, apparently. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Oh, actor. no, no, no. Oh, he's he a wrote, director. He, he, wrote the, yeah. he wrote those stuff. He's yeah, the he guy that... Directed. Okay. Yeah, okay. Shane Black. Yeah, oh, that makes sense now. I yeah, am, okay. I am ashamed. Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane. <laughs> Podcast title. <laughs> uh, Ian McShane. Uh, but also you have Keith Carradine. Uh, uh-huh. who, uh, have you ever seen uh, Fargo? Like the show Fargo? No. You haven't watched that? Okay. Well, Keith Carradine's in it. Um, <laughs> Is he related to David? Yes. The brothers. Really? Yep. Oh. The Carradine brothers. 
Really? Yep. Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, they're part of the Carradine clan there. <laughs> there's a few. There's actually a few of them. And then once you start realizing that there's more than just yeah. Uh, just, See, I don't trust that anymore because every like the Baldwins. The Baldwins, man. man. I know the Baldwins. They, they some are some are Baldwins and some, some are other Baldwins. Yeah, I know, right? But no, the the, the Carradines are uh, right. The, the the they're all pretty much together. So okay, okay. As far as I know, um, no. But uh, Keith Carradine, he uh, he plays Wild Bill Hickok. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Timothy Olafantastic in there. Hey, all right. <laughs> He's one of the main characters. What a guy. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, and I've actually I've watched two episodes and I've been enjoying it. Oh. Um, I think it's uh, I think there was just I was just a weird thing where it's like okay, if I'm gonna watch a western, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about this this one, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's only three seasons and they're short like HBO seasons anyways. So. Oh, okay. Yep. And um. And you know it's it's based on stuff that I kind of know about and that's places I've been. So I thought it would that's, be interesting. That is neat, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's that. Um, all right. Well, hey, how about how about we do a little bit of this? Uh, all right. We got a little bit of time. I don't know if we'll hit all of these stories, but we'll do a little bit. Here Let's we go. go. Woo! Let's use working to restore power. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's the news portion of the show. Um, st- we have a lot of news, a lot of information about the new Star Trek show. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't parsed like any of that. No, so just give me the, what's the cool zones? What's the good okay, stuff? Here we go. Um, it's set in the prime timeline. We knew, we, we knew that already. Hooray! Uh, Thirteen episodes have been ordered for January. Cool. Uh, there are seven lead characters. The show's opening scene isn't on a planet or on Earth. Apparently. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that could be on the ship, I guess. Yeah, that could be on the ship. That's sh- not thrilling. That's, <laughs> just think here. Um, I think a lot of the shows aren't on a planet. I think maybe all of them. Uh, no, Enterprise might have been on Earth, actually. Uh, anyways, the each episode is a chapter. Within each chapter will be a beginning, middle, and end. Fuller has uh, disclosed. So it's kind of anthology, but they're gonna have separate stuff. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, here's the big one. Star Trek Discovery is set about a decade before Kirk in the original TV series timeline. Oh, so neat. it's about ten years before the five-year mission that Kirk embarked on. Okay. Um, and he says we can play with all the iconography of those ships and those uniforms. So he's kind of probably excited about that. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, like they don't have to. That gives them lots of time as a show. Like to fill before they have to start worrying about yeah the original series and running into that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they say that there is an important event in the Star Trek backstory that hasn't been explored yet uh, that the series will delve into. Oh. It's not the Roman War, Battle of Axanar, or the Ko- Kobayashi Maru. So, I don't know what that could be. The Ro- Romulan I, War, no, it says It says Roman. What was the Roman War? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Come on, Trek News. Do you mean Romulan? Because <laughs> I, I would have thought, uh, you know what? Make you know that makes sense. Ro, ro, uh, Romulan War makes a whole lot more sense than Roman. Yeah, War. I don't. I mean, I don't, not that I'm totally know. up on my on my Star Trek history, but I didn't even give it I a second I didn't, thought. I didn't, that doesn't even make any sense. I didn't remember the other one either. The second one you said, Battle of Axanar. I yeah, think that's that? from yeah, from Enterprise. Oh, okay. I think that has something to do with the. We've, and they've covered like the eugenics wars and stuff, but then they turn yeah. that into kind of like a underground thing and mm-hmm. i don't know anyway so that's cool okay what else showed the show's lead is female and not a captain 
Oh, she is a uh, what a lieutenant commander. Oh, so I don't know what that's supposed to. I don't know. It's it's going to be. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I guess. Well, I guess it's, the shows are usually centered around the captain. Yeah, I know. I know. So that's what gonna, I'm saying. So I don't right. know. I don't know how that's this is going to. So maybe we're going to shift that. There's cool. there has to be a captain of this ship, right? You you would think typically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. And that's a uh, well. Okay. And then uh, there's going to be a gay crew member. Oh. That's what they say. Which I know that uh, uh, who was it? Brandon, no, was it Brandon Branga or what was the other guy? Berman. Berman. Rick Berman was like, that was his one. He said that that was his one um, uh, uh, regret for all the series that he worked on that there wasn't any. Oh, that they never thing, anything uh, LGBT in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, there was. Totally was in DS9. And DS, yeah, DS9 was, yeah. but not like as a recurring kind of a. No. That was kind of a big, like a one off thing because that was yeah. still at the time like a pretty big deal, as I recall. Yeah, I guess so. For a, like a, a, uh, yeah. a prominent tel- primetime television show yeah. to have a gay character in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a, the Brian Fuller tweeted a makeup test. Oh. To, of what looks like Andorian antenna, antennae. Oh. Um, but it's not blue, so oh, I don't know what that is, maybe. actually. Okay, maybe they just haven't finished well, painting it. Yeah, but you know what? I just thought of something now. Weren't there, like, albino Andorians in Enterprise? I think uh, there were. Uh, and they were all, like, weird. I, well, I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, uh, the first episode of Star Trek Discovery will premiere with a broadcast TV special on CBS. Hooray! That episode and all subsequent episodes will be exclusively shown in the U.S. on video on the video streaming service CBS All Access. I don't know where it's being shown in Canada. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, we will. Um, a little bit of news about an eleventh season of the X Files. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> they. they... Uh, they definitely shot for the moon there at the end of the 10th well, season, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Fox confirms significant talks about another season of The X-Files. Mm-hmm. And they are hoping for uh, 10 episodes this time. Okay. okay. Um, and they're just trying to work out the schedules. That's what, the, that's what it looked like here. Oh. Um, given that, uh, you know, they, the people... Uh, the season 10 got really good ratings, um, even though the reviews were like uneven which i would would agree with yeah absolutely pretty uneven yeah yeah um but uh they are uh yeah they're looking they're looking for an 11th 11th season which i am i i like because i that yeah that thing just ended on a freaking cliffhanger like nobody's business there yeah yeah like come on come on guys like that was like what if there wasn't going to be an 11th season that's just going to be it that's the note you're going to leave your show on wow it's ballsy wow (laughs) Wow. <laughs> um, and what do we got here? Did you watch the Star Wars Rogue One trailer? I sure did. Uh, the official, like, actual trailer now, yeah, yeah, not just yeah, a teaser. Yeah. No, no, it looks it, uh, it looks cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Although, uh, I mean, with all the reports of, like, reshoots and, like, all the rumors that Disney thinks it's too serious and stuff like that, like, seeing that new trailer, I'm like, I could believe that. It looks quite... Yeah. Quite serious. And, like, I don't... Uh, I don't know if I care if Disney thinks it's too serious. Well, no, but I can just see where they would get that idea because it yeah. doesn't look like it's uh, very much fun. <laughs> it uh, looks cool and I want to watch it. But what? you know what I mean? Like the rest of the, like, 
that sense of it this is a little more kind of purposeful and 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 dramatic than like the sense of adventure and like let's oh, an old, yeah. uh, you know a wizard a wizard and a and a thief and a farm boy go wreck a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> go wreck a thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was thinking about star wars today i was thinking about a new hope today yeah and i was wondering okay so they um i'm gonna blank on this now princess um princess leia her planet that gets blown up what's that called again oh i feel so ashamed no. i don't know this i'm on the spot now yeah it's oh my goodness come on <laughs> oh well, this is a bad state of affairs we're ashamed of ourselves uh, again uh uh she's princess it's not dantooine no it's not anything ween. I know that. Uh, Alderaan. Alderaan. Oh, Alderaan. Okay. Yeah. Like drop the mic and walk around <laughs> the room ranting for a while. All right. Were her uh, adoptive parents still alive? Like the, um, uh, what are their names? Or- or- Organa? The Organas? The Organa- Organas? Organas? I gather not. Like, were they still alive when it blew up, I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I suppose so. Were they on the planet? I don't know. They, yeah, I guess so. I always assumed that they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, she takes that in stride through that movie. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of downtime that really shows her that she, that she, it, it really... Yeah, that she's like Affected everything. Her. Everything I ever knew and loved is gone. Forever. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like the, for that weight to kind of settle in on yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like between New Hope and and Empire that she uh, just okay. kind of spends, like maybe spends yeah maybe a, week a just, New Hope. There's so many new. There's so many pressing matters. There's to do a lot with. going on. Yeah, and she yeah. just kind of set that aside mm. and insult Chewbacca a couple times. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how she deals. You know, everyone deals in a different way. <laughs> yeah, with their griefs. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, that's just something I was thinking about today. <laughs> that's I, a good point. I, uh, I, <laughs> but see, that's not very fun. Oh, that's not very fun. <laughs> it's less fun. Oh, okay. All right. Um, did you have a? You have an update and review. I do. For yes. Thing, for the AM two R. as I talked about last week. Right. At the time of our recording, it was still available on the official site, and the very next day, it was scrubbed off of the links from the official site. Although the torrent apparently was still working. Um, there's a, there's a helpful poster on NeoGAF in the official topic that has checksums, uh, posted for all the files. So if you, if you do happen to find it by other means, you might want to run those and make sure that you got the, you got the the legit copy. Yeah. And however you wanted, that's, that's, you can figure out how that works, dear listener. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Nintendo, uh, everyone's like, Oh, they're mm, okay. This is going okay. And then it was, and then they, they slapped it down. Uh, prevailing sentiment was quite negative against Nintendo because they're like, well, he's working on it for like eight years. And, but even the, the guy, uh, the, the main developer himself, whose name continually escapes me, <laughs> released kind of a post. He wrote a post and he's like, you know what? It's cool. Like I learned a lot. I, I got it done and people are, some people got to play it and that's nice. Nintendo was perfectly within their right to, to do what they did. And like, frankly, I'm not surprised by it at all. Go buy the other Metroid games on Virtual Console to show them you're still interested, and you know, yeah. thanks, thanks for your, thanks for the, for all the love. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's he's remarkably cool with it. And uh, somebody did point out that 
you know, they could have, he made no bones about working on this for the past eight years and they could have scuppered it at any time. Right. The fact that they let it sit for like almost 48 hours and then did it, maybe that's them actually being kind of generous. Yeah. As a matter <laughs> of fact. And saying like, just, just returning a blind eye just long enough and then everybody kind of, kind of everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so here's the <laughs> thing. You, as a company with IP like that, yeah, you actually have to go after that. You have to protect your your IP. Yeah, yeah. Like it's actually, if you don't, then you're then you're. I don't. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know this. I don't know. All, don't know all the legalese for it, right? Yeah. But yeah. from what I understand, if you don't try to protect your IP, you are almost setting precedent for. Well, if in the future someone else tries to to do a metroid game yeah and then you go after them well then they can say but you didn't go after these guys first. right so, yeah so you so you actually have to go after it no matter you know how uh how much you might like it or how you have to you just have to protect your ip yeah right yeah that's from a legal standpoint i can understand that um also i would say to the guy the guy who who made it and mm-hmm. who had to take it down? I think that's the exact right way to to go about that. Yeah, like, you're not gonna you're not gonna go fight Nintendo. No, on, like he's pretty bl- like pretty clearly right using all of their assets for his game. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like he knows. Um, but he's he's apparently uh cons- like uh they're figuring options on how to push out uh, updates in the meantime. If like if he ever does patches mm. or, or takes you know yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, if you if you got it and you got to play it, cool. If you if you didn't, then there's there are still ways if you want to dig. Apparently, um, I was gonna say my review real quick. I finished it the other night. Yeah. And I loved it, even though it was uh is very challenging. It's oh tough. really? Is it's it's faster the. Mm-hmm. your invincibility frames after taking a hit are quite short compared to most metroid games mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it can be very challenging to get your especially on some of the later metroid battles and their hitboxes are really small on the oh, big really? guys and that can be that can be quite tough but it's very mm-hmm. rewarding and it's like just super well done i was just really impressed the guy did a very good job of kind of faithfully bringing in the game boy stuff but then also putting in loads and loads of new areas to explore and well, that's good. I haven't played it yet. I do have it on my computer, but yeah. I haven't yet played it. So. Oh, boy. That's oh my two boy. cents. All right. Let's do this. All right. This is Riding the Wave. This is the part of the show where I play Nathan a sound clip, and he has uh, to try to guess where it's from. He'll get three plays, and if he gets it right tonight, he will win. What do I win? Well, what do you win? Uh, you-, <laughs> um, you, know what's, you know what's funny today is that I actually thought of... I th- I thought about the prize before we started the show. Yeah, you and did. And you were like, no, put me on the spot. Well, I was like, no, no, I didn't say, did I say that? Well, more or less. I said, okay. <laughs> we had all the time to consider it beforehand. No, I, would like one I thought chewable my, vitamin C's there. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is that what those are? Uh, like there's vitamin C and vitamin D. Okay. Well, I don't want the D, just the C. No, the, the D's aren't chewable. Are they, no, the C's are. That looks like chewable C. The, the C's are chewable. Yeah. I got a little bit of a cold going on. I'm fighting that off. Do you really? Off and on, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed. So, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the. I'm on the. I'm on the the other side of it. I think it's getting. Yeah. Better, oh, okay. But. Okay. So you want your uh, clip here? Yes. All right. It's a real short one today. Oh boy. Okay. Get ready. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I can help you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that vitamin C is mine. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> I was wondering if that was going to be obscure enough. I know. I love that quote, as a matter of fact. Mm. <laughs> um, Still got to say it, though. I do. Let's, let's, give the, let's, uh, let's give them one more play. Okay. I'm not, I'm not even going to drag this out today. Okay. <laughs> I can help you. See, okay. It's from Big Trouble in Little China. That's my guess. All my right. guess is Big Trouble in Little China or Come. Trucker Trouble in Chinatown, as my wife and her friend like to call it. That is a, that's still fantastic. I yep. love that. Um, okay. Uh, computer, is it Big Trouble in Little China? Oh, yeah. Of course it is. I, can I take my payment now or yeah. later? Okay. Did you do that for the effect? The- I did. I did. That's a little Foley work there. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, it's just always stuck in my mind and, uh, cause I just, I yeah. like it. I I feel like, okay. I, I don't want to say more for fear of making myself sound really do it insensitive and, or potentially <laughs> well racist. I mean, so the quote, I, sh- I mean, okay. So the, 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 the sound clip is the sound clip and it can't not be the sound clip. Yeah. Right? Okay. So right. yeah, and you know he's 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 really got a thick accent there. It's just it's just <laughs> I I wonder if and there's no judgment here either way. Yeah. I just wonder if like because sometimes in movies people get cast and they learn their lines phonetically, like that old man in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, that old uh, the shaman in their village. He oh. apparently did not speak like the super old guy that tells him about really? the stone. Yeah. Didn't speak a lick of English. He really? learned each of according to the, like the special features. He learned it all phonetically. He has really? no idea what he's saying. <laughs> they just coached him through it over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wonder. Sometimes I, yeah, I just wonder. But maybe that's like not that other people can't know English. And there I'm gonna stop before I really <clears throat> sound like an idiot. So um, I always think that this guy looks like a, it looks like a Chinese Kurt. Oh yeah, like like our friend, like, like our friend Kurt. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I always think that. I always, sure. Every time I see him, I was like, oh yeah, there's that's Kurt. It just sort of seems a bit uncomfortable there, a little bit to me sometimes. Like not this guy. He's more used to being intimidating than friendly and helpful. What? What? Like in that scene? Like oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not his job. Yeah, like when he's. <laughs> I can help you. I like the lightning in the back. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That I never noticed bad. that there was light. There's a lightning strike yeah, in the cool. background. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have caught that. But once I clipped it out, I there was in there. Yeah. All anyway, right. uh, cool, good game. Uh, yeah, good, good game, everyone. Yep. Yeah, jeez. Okay. Hearing through this episode. No, well, you know what? We're actually on time. Oh, cool. We're right on time for some commercials. Okay, hit me. Uh, I'm gonna pop this in the meantime. Yeah, pop. Okay. All right, we got part two of a commercial we played last week. Whoa. And then something about uh, Star Trek plates. So uh, here we go. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Let us entertain you. Weekday mornings with the best children's lineup around. Beginning at 6 with the Challenge of the Mighty Gobots, followed at 6.30 by Defenders of the Earth. At 7 o'clock, it's He-Man's twin sister, She-Ra, the Princess of Power. And at 7.30, the Silverhawks come into action. At 8, it's those crazy Flintstones. At 8.30, the Galaxy Rangers. And at 9 o'clock, it's that space-age family, the Judsons. Let us entertain you weekday mornings on channels 15, 12, and 10. Chief Engineer's Log, Stardate 8609.8. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Aye, those were grand adventures. Hi, I'm James Doohan. You know, it's been 20 years since Star Trek first aired. And to this day, 
the Star Trek saga still captures the imagination of millions of fans all over the world. The adventure continues. And to commemorate the 20th anniversary of Star Trek, I'm very pleased to present the first ever series of Star Trek collector plates featuring the key members of the Starship Enterprise crew. On the first plate is my illustrious friend, Mr. Spock. Now, it captures all of Mr. Spock's superior intelligence and calm demeanor. A remarkable likeness, I would say. Under an exclusive license from Paramount Pictures, Mr. Spock is available only through Ernst Enterprises in association with the Hamilton Collection. Right now, the Mr. Spock plate can be yours for only $29.50. Now enjoy this plate for a full month and risk nothing because the Hamilton Collection guarantees they'll buy back your plate at the original price if you're not satisfied. And through this special TV offer with your paid order, You'll also receive a free six-month membership in the official Star Trek fan club. You'll be sent free the club's bi-monthly magazine and newsletter, plus lots more. So beam aboard and join us in celebrating the 20th anniversary of Star Trek. To order Mr. Spock and get your free membership, here's all you do. All right, we're back. Now... The one thing I want to say about that Star Trek Plates commercial Mm -hmm. is uh, there's a point in the commercial where I'm not sure if Scotty there is selling plates with Spock's picture on it or if he's selling Spock himself. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) If you go back and listen to it, he starts saying that... He he stops saying plates and he just starts saying Mr. Spock. (laughs) Like, Leonard's fallen on hard times. (laughs) Please just let him into your home. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Well, I, what I want to know is like, what is the crossover of like Star Trek fans and plates? collector plates? Oh, I think there's a bigger that Venn diagram there is really? has a bigger slice in the middle than you might really? think. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Know, like I've I've known that those were a thing. Like that's a, like collector plates. Collector yeah. plates. Yeah. 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 No, I think. But what is the? I don't know. I, I don't guess know. because I personally don't necessarily no. understand the appeal what of do a I collectible care? plate. What do I It seems like the most stupidest thing I've ever like, <laughs> I've ever heard of. Like, why would anybody want a plate with Spock's face on it? Yeah. I'd, like, I are you going to use it? Would you use it? No. Well, no. Okay, you then what, like, $29.50 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, $29.95 or $1980. Yeah. Which in 1987 is, or whatever it was. Which, and, by the way, oh, I punched in 1986 to this inflation oh, calculator right, that sure, I googled yeah. up just now. Yeah. And that's actually like 65 bucks American in what? 2016 dollars. Yeah. 65 bucks? Yeah. And then in Canadian, that's like even... That's like 80 bucks. Yeah. For just... That's just for Spock. Spock's <laughs> not worth that much. No. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At least not a plate. No. Not a, a plate. plate that you're not going to use. Because, like... No, I don't. I really don't understand collector plates. I, I I don't, and I don't know how they settled on that as a thing. Like, were there other collector plates like from different shows? Like, was Star Trek was a pioneer in that way, or could you get collector plates of like all kinds of different things? Well, John Wayne probably, because it's always pro- well, probably and like Elvis, yeah, and all the things that you used to be able to collect things of. De- decorative collector plates on eBay. Um, oh, good. Uh, okay. Should we check that out? We're doing a learn here. A little bit of learning. A little bit of a learn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll sidetrack into this. Okay, let's see what we got here. <laughs> like, we don't we don't understand it. I, I don't get it. 
I'm I'm with you on this. I don't understand this. But then I'm sure I've collected I mean, these, or purchased. I spent money on a thing that somebody else completely wouldn't understand. Oh yeah, for, I'm, for, so <laughs> I'm sure I ha I'm I know I know I know I have. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. Okay, but these aren't of pop culture things. Oh, they're these just are like, like pretty designs. Pretty things? designs and Santa Claus and. Oh. Just like grandma stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> oh, here's an Ohio plate. Oh. Uh, vintage whales made in Japan. What? Vintage whales made in Japan, state of Ohio plate. <laughs> I I recognize those words, but that <laughs> doesn't Okay, make any so sense. it's it's a whales plate. Like uh -huh. made like whales as as like the the country in the UK. Oh, whales. Yeah, oh, whales. Oh. Like not the mammals. No, 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 no. There's yeah. no H in there. It's just just W A. W -A. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, made in Japan. Yeah. State of Ohio plate. Oh, so whales must be the style of plate. Vintage whales plate. Anyway, Vintage now it's too much learning. I don't want to learn anymore. Uh, we'll do a we'll do an investigative feature for our next episode. There's a red skeleton plate. Oh, he was like a comedian, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so there's some uh, dogs and flowers and other uh, people shaving. Okay, I'm done with this. No, right. <laughs> That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Hey, we watched some Stargate tonight. Sure did. Yeah, we did. Did you have a theme for like our recaps? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, did you, though? I don't know. Did I? Maybe. Not anything like uh, really prepared ever. Oh, okay. Um, Never mind then. Well, no, we gotta play something now. Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. we're gonna do. You go first. No, that's not. That's no good. That's me telling you to go first. Um, oh, uh, I could sing a song. <laughs> uh, ra pick a pick a letter. Uh, B. B. My body. All right, there we Close go. Close enough. <laughs> you can guess why that's letter B. <laughs> for my. Yeah, for my exactly. Brilliant. Yep. So episode, uh, we watched three episodes of Stargate. Yes. And we're going to punch up the 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 wiki there, I I'm guess, to furnish us with uh, titles and with titles and things and yeah. uh, numbers. Okay. So, um, episode. Okay, season one, episode uh, thirteen or twelve, if depends on how you count it. Um, <sighs> Bloodlines. Bloodlines. That's the first one we watched. Castlevania Bloodlines. Yes. Uh, Wait, no. It, close enough. Yeah. My notes. Your are notes. At, well, we should maybe oh, do yeah, the synopsis okay. first. All right, the synopsis okay. is as follows. Oh, you're going to do it. Good. Yeah, I love Am it. I? All right, all right, all right, all right. So, um... <laughs> we make, I want to make you the official uh, synops synopsis or... Just for Stargates. Yeah, for Stargates, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, Teal... Uh, okay, he's... It was a bad cold opening, as I remarked. It was not mm. intriguing yeah. to me. Yeah. Teal'c uh, is like apparently there, or then you realize having a dream of a of a young boy on a on a slab, and they're gonna put a go gold in him, the the worm thing in this boy. Yes. And then Teal'c wakes up, and they he was on the surgery slab in in a Stargate Command because they were trying. You find out they were trying to remove his, and they were unsuccessful again. And he was yelling out the name, or, or a word, or something that he won't say what it is. Well, he says it means nothing. Yeah. And so that's how that's how the cold open ends. Yeah. Is like, oh, the surgery was unsuccessful. Hey, what was that word? Nothing. Yeah. Go to titles. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, um, aren't you curious about that word, though? Like, he's know. obviously not telling the truth. Yes, yeah, but it's just it. they've done better. Uh, maybe I'm uh. being too harsh. So then uh, uh, they pry a little bit, and they find out that he has a wife and son, that hitherto uh, un- unmentioned, which he was yeah. like, you know, okay, and... Uh, when this happens in a show, you're like, oh, okay, they're just shoehorning that in. But he's like, no, as a warrior, they're a weak, they're a liability to me. Right. If anyone finds out they exist, they go after them, and that's bad. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. Yeah, sure. Because then we spend, and it was actually, it was a good episode. It was a good adventure. They go back to Chulak. Yeah, hey, there you go. Hey. Yeah. And uh, his home has been burned down, and there's a wicked cool symbol spray painted on the side <laughs> that he's a traitor. And I hope somebody has like a tattoo of that. I bet they do. Probably, um, it's like a, like a dagger with like snakes on it. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I think the snakes would be ghouled, but oh whatever. yeah, right. Oh, okay. That's uh, that will lead into one of my notes later. Oh, on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he finds out that his son is just about to have the thing, and then he's like, "No!" And he stops the ceremony. But then right. his his wife is mad because she's like, "Um, your son is dying, and he needed the worm to live, and so it's this whole thing." Yeah. And then he briefly, temporarily donates his gold to his boy, and they reconcile because they find a different one. Well, I don't think... Okay, yeah, I don't think it's temporary. Like, I think <laughs> now he has a different one than when he started. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. He didn't get his back? I don't think he gets his back. Never. Ta- they never say that. Oh, I just assumed that they would switch back, and then they would put the... the... Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking, you know what I'm yeah. thinking? I'm thinking symbiote rules from DS9 where it's like a personality thing. Oh, yeah. This isn't a personality thing. No, it's not thing. that at all, no. actually, now that I think about it. No, this is... Uh... I guess the logistics don't really matter. Yeah. Um. So yeah. then they he reconciles with his wife and his boy and he says, I'll come back for you. And they go into hiding and stuff and yeah. everybody's patched up. Yeah. That's all good. And they meet his teacher who's like 133 and he's a bad ass. Yeah, he's badass. And I thought, he was, I thought he was Edward James almost, but then we we termed him Edward James almost. almost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edward James almost. He's nearly Edward James. He's almost, yeah, no. Uh, he's the Tony Amendola guy that you had uh, read his name when you saw oh, his credits. Oh, Tony Amendola. Tony Amendola. That went south. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, So in the middle of saying that, I got lost all confidence in finishing it, and then it just went downhill. Sorry. Anyways, yeah. Next time. So the beginning did not hook me in, but the rest of the episode was good. It was a fun adventure, and uh, I my notes here are that Teal'c isn't emotionless. I've you know I forget that Uh, because he's been. Very, very stoic, this whole he's, show. It's exactly the word I was going to say. He's very stoic, yeah. but he's not emotionless. But he's not, a, he's not a Spock, and this was a good episode. Like right. You see him grieve for, for his family, and he's he's visibly upset, and he's, yeah. and uh, I'm like, oh, this isn't like a big... He just hides his emotions well, but right. he's not like... They're not programmed out of him or whatever, and no. this is a nice reminder of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also... <laughs> The other uh, thing that I teased before was that I did not realize that was a snake on his head, on his oh. forehead. I did not register that. It's just a symbol. With a, he's got a little symbol on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, That's a snake. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I uh, admit something here? Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't realize that until tonight, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just now or yeah. while you are watching? Yeah. Well, no, while I was watching. Yeah. Like, I don't know which episode. Like, it's not it really clear on his forehead. No, it's just kind of I, a wavy thing. I never thought of it. I never, just never thought of what that was. And, like, he wears a snake head outfit and... and Yes. And... and Like, now put it, it all kind of comes together. Other... <laughs> other... I don't know. Well, this isn't really a spoiler, I don't think. But, like, other Gould's uh, Jaffa have yeah. different symbols on their yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah. And then... So... I'm, so, yeah. No. It was just... There was a place where it was in the episode where it was just much clearer that it was an yeah, actual snake. Yeah, that might have been like, it. 
Oh. And I never, and I just, I just never thought of, I like, I've seen the show like three times through now and wow. I've, or something like that. And, and I've never put it together until tonight. Huh. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything yeah, you want to so, add? Yeah. I was just going to say this is, uh, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good, a uh, bit of a uh, backstory for Tilk and it's good. Uh, and it's actually a decent enough episode. Yeah. I wouldn't call it my favorite episode of the first season, no, but, but it's, they, they did fine. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> backhanded, but all right. No. no, it's not. I didn't mean it like yeah, that. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I know. All it's right. Fine. It's okay. Fine. All right. So yeah, that's, uh. Uh, um, yeah, you want to go to the next one already? I don't yeah. know else we have anything else to say about that one. So uh, sure. The, the next episode that we watched is Fire and Water. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, which, which, what number is it? Ah, uh, who knows? 14. <laughs> so, <laughs> 14, sure. I mean, um, <laughs> I think we, I, I personally think we went down the wrong path and calling it 14 because it's not 14, but whatever. Okay. Uh, so in the cold open in this one, much better. The team emerges from the gate much earlier than they're supposed to be back. Then they're missing Daniel and they're traumatized and waterlogged and like everyone's super shell shocked. Yes. And they're just like, Daniel's gone. We just, we, he's, he didn't make it Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I'm like, Whoa, okay. All right. So first of all, I don't entirely believe it. Right. But it's, it's, uh, well, I'll just say this. I was thinking this through this episode, especially in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. It would be very weird for a show to kill <laughs> off a main character, especially a main character that has some of the driving force behind, like, with, with his wife. Oh, the, and, oh yeah. And yes. going out into the universe to, to find his wife and stuff like that. Right. It seems a little weird. <laughs> they would do it in the cold open and off screen. Right. <laughs> Yes, that did seem very odd. And not just because, like, I've seen, you know, promotional stills from later seasons where he's clearly there. Right. Um, but even, but I was like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, even if this was the first time I was, like, watching this show when it aired, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, no. Which means that, okay, so then uh, you find out Daniel is still back on the on the planet where they, they, they were tricked. The team was tricked by a memory-bending alien into believing that he was killed in a fiery accident. And they're super traumatized about it. And also the memory alien made it so that they super don't want to co- go back. Right. And they slowly start realizing that because they can't get over the feeling that maybe Daniel isn't really dead. And in the meantime, Daniel's uh, living in the memory alien's house, which looks a lot like the Power Rangers main base in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> television show. And right. to the point that I wanted Alpha to come around the corner going, ay, ay, ay. But anyway. <laughs> um... I was just on a Power Rangers thing because the guy kind of reminded me of Ivan Ooze to start with, and I was just I was that's where okay. my brain I don't was. Know enough about that. All right, uh, uh, it's not going to look anything like him. You're going to be sorely uh, unimpressed with me right now. This, look at this guy. Oh yeah, okay. Well, really? purple. <laughs> so then the memory alien who lives underwater is like, uh, it turns out he lost his wife thousands of years ago when she was trying to help the humans out in Babylon, in ancient Babylon on Earth, and he doesn't know what happened to her. And they, he suspects a ghoul showed up and something terrible happened. And he wants Daniel, who he thinks can is the key to all this, to figure out what happened and remember. And Daniel's like, I don't know, dude. That was like way before I was born. And I've studied this a long time ago, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So he undergoes controversial memory therapy. And he remembers a bit of textbook that said that 
she probably she died yeah and he's sad but he's like okay you, you did your best yeah and he lets daniel go just as the team gets over their memory blocks with hypnosis and comes back and finds him alive and everybody's cool yeah and so then they're like we may meet again sometime and i wonder if they will i actually uh, would i would be okay with that well i won't say either way okay but uh the uh one i guess one one issue i had with this episode yeah was that um the like there's daniel in like living in the memory aliens house yeah basically and then there's uh the team back at base and none of like they don't ever whatever like whatever one side does doesn't affect the other side at oh, all in the yeah episode. yeah their storylines don't they don't cross, cross at all ever until the very end yes and at that point it's just like well okay it we really they get there just as he's back and it's yeah. fine yeah and uh and my my issue was that was because the team thinks he's dead yeah they do like this whole big funeral thing yeah and then there's a wake and like you as a viewer don't believe it the team themselves aren't even really sure yeah and you get to watch this whole flag ceremony and everything big long thing and like no one buys this so why are we doing this whole thing except to like stall for time maybe right so i didn't i didn't enjoy the episode i thought the episode itself like him like him interacting with the alien was was legit pretty good and daniel gets kind of fired up and and uh and that like that that was cool i liked his storyline i liked it fine like like daniel's yeah daniel's kind of half of the episode but yeah like i didn't like the rest of it just kind of dragged on and the rest of it was uh yeah, the rest of it kind of dragged because yeah, like you said, the the especially that flag ceremony. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What's the point of that? How many times do we have to see, watch a flag being passed around? Yeah. Come on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 probably one of the more forgettable episodes of the first season. Sure. But but um, it felt it felt plausible that they were laying the groundwork for something cooler later on. So maybe they are, maybe they're not. You don't have to confirm or deny. Not saying they were either way. All right. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if that was what was going on there. They're not. Anyways. Whoa. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> if they're not, you can confirm that for me. That's fine. Yeah, they're not. That oh. never comes up again. I, oh, I'm shoot. pretty sure that doesn't come up again. Oh, okay. A lot know. of a lot of stuff that you might think is either inane or small time actually yeah. does come up later. Oh, really? And they'll they'll reference a lot of stuff from earlier seasons. Yeah, but then... Some... I don't think this is one of them. This is... <laughs> This is... <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yeah, well, not, I guess wrong on that one. Not great. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the next episode we watched is Hathor. Hathor. Yeah. This one, I, I've never liked this episode. I'm just going to say <laughs> that up front. Why? Why? Okay. Let me let me do the, the quick and dirty version. Okay. And if you've... I'm curious. If you've never seen this show and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know if my synopses make any sense. No, and I apologize. They're great. I love them. <laughs> I've seen the show, but they're great. <laughs> All right, so here's the here's what happens in Hathor. Yeah. Um, some archaeologists are digging around in, in in an Incan pyramid, Aztec, one the, of my Incatecs. Yep. <laughs> as they as they call them on TV tropes, where it's like any you know just a pastiche of sure vaguely South American. Yeah. Anyway, and they bust into a chamber and they're like, oh, there's like a big Egyptian thing in here. What's up with that? It's like a great big sarcophagus or something, and there's a big red jewel that they just can't resist messing with. <laughs> so they they mess with it, and yeah. it opens, and a lady comes out and zaps them all with her hand. 
and it's a Gould probably oh yeah and so then okay so that's that and then uh, meanwhile back at the base she she turns up well they, just, they she mails the the coffin that she comes out of gets mailed to the base right this is a little confusing this by part. daniel's uh, archaeologist pals or right something well okay so <laughs> the way I understood this part was the archaeologist pals. One thing they don't. No, they're not pals because he. Pals. You find out he was like disgraced or something from the. Field oh yeah, no, no. Like he's uh, Daniel's a joke in the scientific community. Okay, like he's, yeah. Because like, of his wild theories of of uh, you know ancient aliens and stuff like that. He's, yeah, yeah. He's 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 really not taken seriously. But okay. Um, one of the archaeologist guys remembers Daniel's work and says, "Yeah, the only person who ever theorized of." ancient egyptian stuff being in like uh, mayan ruins or whatever yeah yeah um is uh, this daniel jackson guy but then they get like thrown up against a wall and i don't even know if they live and then and then there's a line well, later, yeah there's a line later that says like other guys that were around there yeah that, that so presumably she she left the pyramid without incident and walked past everyone else and then they were like well yeah. we we heard of this daniel guy that was thought the Inc- the Incans and the Egyptians or Aztecs or whatever hung out. So let's mail it to him in America, which the Mexican government was presumably fine with. Yeah. <laughs> you have you found this amazing ancient artifact in our country and you're just going to ship it to the States to a secret base? And fine. Oh, fine. That's cool. No, there's no problem with that. Do it up. That's all good. FedEx yeah. that thing. <laughs> so it comes to the base. And then right after that, Hathor, the lady, shows up at their front door. And they're like, well, bring her on in. Yeah. Because she says she knows that there's a Stargate there. Yeah. How she knows that? Shrugs. Yeah, I don't know how she knows Maybe that. she... I just assumed she was I, drawn to it in some sort of a way. That's a good question. <laughs> how the heck does she know... Maybe this article tells me. <laughs> I did. That was a kind of... I just, you know, I'm like... They would They would just say that she sensed it and was drawn to its power somehow. Yeah. Whatever. So she she proceeds to... Uh, she, she Vapors come out of her mouth and she bewitches the heck out of all the men on the base because that's what she does. And it also turns out she's like a queen gold and she spawns horrible little wormies in a, in a hot tub that she hangs out in yeah. after she's bewitched everybody. And only the ladies are free from her curse. Yeah. So the ladies mount a, a revolution to take the base back over. And uh, they fail at first because they can't shoot the guys that are protecting the queen. And they feel bad about that. And then they, they get thrown in jail. But then they seduce their way out of jail because there's like five ladies on the whole base and they all get put in the same cell. Right. And... Uh, they seduce their way back out and Teal'c is, uh, he's immune. He's cool. So he's, he, they, they gang up, they team up. Um, I don't know. Some firefights happen. They use the, they use her chamber to regenerate, to heal, uh, O'Neill after he gets a, he gets a chest wound. It's very complicated. It's, Basically, <laughs> they fight her off, but she escapes from the gate. She flees. Yeah, she escapes the gate. That's, they wreck the magical the chamber that got sent to them. Right. In the meantime, the, the healing chair is we were. Yeah. And they just <laughs> forgotten about that thing. And yeah. anyways, um, the <laughs> OK, so the, with this wiki here doesn't really explain uh, a lot, but um, they the, the one 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 thing in the notes section here is this episode was heavily criticized and the series writers themselves acknowledge that this is one of the weakest episodes of the series. Oh, Particularly during the season eight episode Citizen Joe, in which characters self-referentially point out the goofiest moments in the series. So we're gonna oh, we'll get there. I we'll guess we'll get there. Yeah, it's a ways down the road. But yeah, yeah. uh, it was it was kind of goofy. Yeah, it was a bit. It, I I agree with that much. word. 
I, I this is this this one stands out in my mind because it's so so bad. I I never <laughs> I, I every I, I yeah okay this, right. So you what, this what? is this is one that I usually skip if I'm going to be rewatching the show. Okay, just because of the sort of the goofiness and the it's the goofiness, and I don't care about anything that's happening. And here here are here are my notes. See All if right. you if you agree. All right, it's slow. Yeah, it's slow. You know, as many things as shit. I. As many things as I described happening in my synopsis just now, yeah. somehow all of those things happen incredibly slowly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to keep track of, yeah. but it's so slow. <sighs> and you get to watch her systematically go around the room at a leisurely pace. forever, and everybody and, has their turn. Yeah. You know, like she breathes these, this pink mist on people's hands, yeah. and then they get fall under her spell. And, yeah. All the all the guys have their turn. And it takes like five minutes for each guy to. It yeah. It's, ugh. I actually I put a couple of W's after the word slow just to emphasize the <laughs> slowness of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is this is always one of those episodes that when I'm watching it, I've watched it with you now. I've yeah. watched it with Jake, and this is yeah. the second. And Jake was here tonight, so yeah. so we watched it. With, uh, his second time he's seen it. Second time I uh, it's the second time I've seen it with Jake, and I've seen it at least once before that as well. Yeah, and it's just like you know what, this is one of these episodes that you just got to get through. Just plow through it. Just yeah. plow through it. You know, it's gonna get better. It's just, it's just this is just one of those ones that you just gotta watch. Just we we did some through. we did some wise cracking to uh, little, to yeah. to alleviate that. So that was that's yeah. good. Um, and also uh, my other note here is that. Uh, <laughs> And you you might you might uh, get a kick out of this. I'm already done with horrible eels in chest wounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with. It's gross every time. And there was twice twice out of these three episodes that dealt yeah. with that pretty prominently. I think that starts to slow down. Okay. After it's a, gross. <laughs> I just hate it. It's not <laughs> the flaps in your skin and the yeah, worms and the screeching yeah, and the it's... people sticking their hands in there. Well, I mean, this was particularly bad when. Uh, when what's her name? The, the doctor, doctor just doctor. like, oh, I'll check if he's got one. I in gotta there. check one. I gotta just stick right up, <laughs> slap a glove on, and just stick my fist. Did she in even? It. I oh, I don't, I don't remember. I thought she did. <laughs> okay, maybe. I mean, she's <laughs> a doctor, she's like, so she's got no. Be there's hygienic. nothing in there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's all uh, yeah. And <laughs> O'Neill's like gould womb. Yeah, yeah. Jaffa. She he he gets one briefly before he's healed. Yeah, the tumor, which think. is another thing. I I was like. That. Oh yeah, he get he turns into a Jaffa, and I was like, How yeah. I wondered if they were setting that up for like if that was going to be a, a an ongoing thing, but no. then no, they used the magic chamber to they fix use it. the magic chamber. Like, oh yeah, and then they blew up the magic chamber. Conveniently so. blows up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a thing. <laughs> that was the Stargates. That was the Stargates. Uh, gen- general observations, other thoughts. Uh, um, I would say these aren't the best episodes ever. Mm-hmm. Um. The first one, Bloodlines, is probably the best one we saw tonight. I think. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. The uh, the second, I mean, it just kind of went downhill right from the beginning <laughs> tonight. I think because yeah, we said it was. I think the first one we watched was the best. And the second one was the second best, and the third one was most definitely the worst. So yes, yeah, it wasn't like um, a great run there for us tonight. But uh, no, it's. Uh, I don't. Know, it's. It, I, how many times can I say first season, man? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's. I it's uh, there's nothing, nothing that you can do. Just yeah. well, keep watching. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, on on a Stargate related note here, I yeah. I was at a sort of a, a little, like cousinsy kind of breakfast get together thing yesterday morning. Okay. And uh, 
I, I revealed that I had never, we were, we were geeking out about shows and I said, I haven't, I haven't even seen Stargate. And they're like, what? And then, <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't spoil anything. Thank goodness. Cause everybody oh, started yeah. going on about Stargate. But then they told me and, uh, confirm or deny. They said there's, there's a guy to watch out for that's carrying a giant wrench sometimes in the background. Apparently like, really? There's a producer on the show who just periodically pops up in the background carrying an enormous, like comically oversized <laughs> wrench. So that's like his job. I've never noticed this. Um, and so, so they said, look, uh, look out for that guy. Watch the background. He, he sneaks in every so often. I think wow. they said it was one of the producers. Could be. <laughs> I gotta look this so up. So I was, I was curious about that. I thought maybe that was like wrench. just a little fun inside joke, like the red stuff and the blue okay, stuff. Okay. Yeah. It. Here we go. Um, I'm looking this up. That was all I learned. That was they, they didn't actually blow anything else about the show. It's just that uh, Martin that cool. Martin Wood uh-huh. is a director and producer for us. I want to see what I'm looking for here. Is there a picture of him? Um, there's a picture of him at Comic Con. Oh, okay, but not so, with the wrench. Uh, him at Comic Con. There might oh. be one of them down lower. Oh here. boy. Um. Well, let me see here. No. Okay. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't know. They just said that that was that was. Uh... Um, have we seen him yet? Solitudes. We haven't seen no, we Solitudes, haven't seen Solitudes yet. yet. No. Okay. So okay. we have. He hasn't shown up yet, but he will show up a couple of times in season one. So uh, cool. Martin. So here's what he does. He um, he Martin attempts to put himself in the episodes he directs in minor background roles, usually as Major Wood. Okay. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Real good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's his name. But <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Major Wood. Um, and in an ongoing inside joke, he can often often be seen with... Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Major... Is it M? M? Or wait, what's M Sergeant? Master Sergeant? Master Sergeant, Mas- yeah. Okay. Master Sergeant Sylvester Siler and a massive wrench. So Siler is... I think we've been seeing him already. Oh. Oh, no, the- no, no, no. We haven't. He's, we haven't seen him yet. And no. he's their stunt coordinator in real life? That was the other thing that they that my, my yes, extended family mentioned. I think so. He's played by Dan Shea, and he is a stuntman, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he shows up quite a bit. Uh, I do recognize this guy, Dan Shea, and he's always getting like blown up and stuff. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's this guy, and then the guy that we've been seeing already, kind of the, the control room tech guy. Who's like, I don't know. We saw him tonight. He was kind of brought a report to the. Oh yeah, general. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got glasses. Yeah, sort of uh, a lar- like a bulbous head. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> like five oh, head. Sure, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, but he he's he's out. He's throughout the show. Oh, like, he, he stays oh, okay. the whole time. That's yeah. cool. I mean, I'm I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah. So I like that. That's all good. That was what I learned about Stargate from them. And then we got into a thing about they two of two of them asserted that no good music had come out after 1995. And so that's that was not true. That, that's not true at all. But I don't know. That's that's a separate discussion. I mean, how old are they? Uh, my age and older. Okay. Classic rock aficionados, if that means anything. <sighs> yeah. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> they are. But they are. All right. <laughs> I think that about, that about does it for tonight. Yay. Yay. Another show we did. Um, we wanted to see in the can. I. Oh, my goodness. I still <laughs> wanted to see in the can, but I can't. I can't. Can't, can't do it. Um, where can people find you? Well, if they don't know this already, if they don't know this already, if this is your first show and you're just tuning in, you can yeah. find me. You can check me out at, at @npfehr on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, npfehr.tumblr.com for my Tumblr. 
uh, mostly uh, my comics and cute dog stuff and cyberpunk things that I reblog from you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and interestingtimes.ca is my long-running web comic. All right. Well, if uh, I, since you brought it up, you can find me at cfsd.diym.tv, which is uh, a Tumblr that I run and, and I occasionally post uh, cyberpunky stuff too. Very cool cyberpunk stuff. Good yeah, job. I'm trying. Good curator. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't post a lot, but it, sometimes I do. It's, it's, so. it's a quality over quantity. Right. Yeah. Blog exactly. Is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you can find this and other shows at DIYM.TV. Um, we record this podcast every Sunday night or thereabouts at around, we start around 9.30, between between 9.30 and 10 is when we get, when we go live. You can listen live at DIYM.TV slash live. And uh, you can find this uh, a podcast on iTunes and... Uh, email us, they can email us. Oh yeah, they can email us too at Sunday night at DIYM.TV. All right. That about does it for tonight. Mm -hmm. We'll catch you guys later.